Isis, you've come to the right place. Living Content Podcast is rooted in the knowing that we are already healed, divine, made perfect, whole and complete. The conversations here are more about remembering that, getting to know ourselves better through different healing modalities, unpacking our traumas that have conditioned our belief that we are separate from our higher selves. Here, we learn to grant ourselves access to ourselves now. We affirm ourselves of our worthiness for peace, great joy, love and abundant wealth embedded even here where we find ourselves. I share as I'm learning, transitioning and evolving. And this is also a permission to allow yourself to be seen even as you are navigating life. This here is a safe space for women to heal, cultivate joy and sisterhood. I am your host, Olarado, and I hope that this episode is a soft, sweet reminder that you are not alone. Hello, sis, and the brother in the room. Hello, fam. Last week, I didn't acknowledge the brother in the room because it was Women's Day. So we were, you know, celebrating our sis, our queens in this room. So it wasn't intentional. Welcome to episode 21 of Living Content Podcast. Today's topic reminds me of my childhood favorite tree. It was my family's favorite photo shoot spot, but not only that, it was lush with what we used to call mruberi in the townships, which in English it's called black raspberry, I think. But if you know mruberi, you know what I'm talking about, right? So the tree was located between the partition walls, so... It was sort of co-owned by my family and the neighbors. But really, if you think about it, no one really owns nature, or at least I think so. But we did the most with the tree. Our neighbors complained barely. We never really picked up that actually us spending time on the tree affected them in any way. So that tree was literally our childhood friend, our best friend, you know. We spent so much time on the tree such that one day half the wall tipped and fell over and it hurt our neighbor's child. They said nothing, but the next week one morning we watched the tree go down. That moment felt like that scene in the Avatar when the forest was under attack. I was not okay. I was really not dealing. I remember how old I was at that time, but I was really not dealing. I was hurt. So the neighbors really decided to cut down the tree and build a wall with spikes lining up the top part of the wall. In hindsight, I do laugh about it. I find it funny. But I remember how I internalized it as the neighbors really didn't like my family. They had some deep issue with my family that nobody wanted to play with us, etc. So I made it about us. And it wasn't really about how it affected the neighbors, you know. And now, actually coming to think about it, don't we always take other people's boundaries personally and make it about ourselves and internalize them and make it about ourselves? So it had me thinking as I was thinking about this topic that this really reminded me of that tree. And I understand it now as a grown-up, but I didn't get it then why they had to cut down the tree and build a high wall with spikes lining over the top of it. Gore, they made sure we never crossed that, that wall. But in any case, that is the boundary that they needed to create to protect their space. And I respect that now. There was a few lessons, though, I learned about that scenario. That flexible, loose, and non-communicated boundaries will always be disregarded or invaded. Right? 
Our neighbors never effectively communicated that they had an issue with us playing on the tree. And if so, I do believe that they could have communicated it sooner before the tree could, you know, abundantly bear lush fruits. Because it took time for that tree to grow. So it didn't just come from nowhere. But I do believe that communication should have been set the minute they picked up that we would have an issue with these kids continuously playing like this. But in any case, and as a result, to be quite honest, we took thorough advantage of their silence. At that time, the kids did the most to a point whereby the irritation grew stronger that when things ruptured, there was literally no relationship between the neighbors. After that, never. My family and our neighbors stopped talking to each other. And I mean forever, even today. Setting boundaries is one of the most important parts of cultivating healthy relationships. Well, I know now that it's true that good fences make good neighbors. I think I found this on the internet and I was like, aha. <laughs> Makes sense why I also thought about the tree. Not to ignore though that there are also boundaries that can be so strict that it almost feels like there's no relationship between you and that person or boundaries that may be self-serving to an extent that it feels selfish and those that also may feel abusive. If I could share, if anything that therapy helped me with, among other things, was being able to grant myself permission to own my feelings and validating them. This has also helped me to learn to communicate and draw my boundaries. And the hardest part was reinforcing them. Because you almost have to remind people that I still mean what I said yesterday. I don't quite like what you're doing and I'm not going to engage it. You almost have to remind people so that you create consistency. But we'll get into that. And I will also say that to me, it has become important to preserve and protect my energy and to be able to call it back home, you know? Like there's certain things that I do know deeply, I completely don't resonate with me. And I don't even try to find myself in those situations where I'm, I feel compromised. It's same with certain content on the internet that would traumatize my brain. Knowing myself, I will go to bed dreaming those things. So before I even get to a part where I find myself watching or consuming anything that I know will affect me badly. I let everyone know. I must say though that it warmed my heart to get feedback from some of you who were sharing that they also started going for therapy because I spoke about my experience. Never could I have thought that, you know, it'll multiply and that some of you also are exploring other means to get to know yourselves better it is so beautiful so so beautiful i mean to see you know to see us healing collectively it is the most magical and beautiful thing to witness so i'm i'm completely grateful that i am able to hold the space for all those who need the space um it is in my plans as well to say just to put it out there you know to the universe as well someday it'll come back and whoever hears this and wants to share with the necessary resources that will also just, you know, help me put this together. It is in my plans to someday partner with incredible humans that would offer their healing practices or their healing services at a discounted rate so that more of you do afford this for yourselves too, because I would love this 
for everyone and i mean any kind of healing service life coach whatever it is in any type of healing modalities i would appreciate that but i'm putting that together it is my dream to see more of us heal i often see how we usually ask for permission to set boundaries with people like the way we would say are you okay with it or like is that okay the way i see it boundaries help us with simplifying our lives and therefore grant us peace of mind i never knew that asking for peace would mean setting boundaries yeah not only the easier ones that would not cause any discomfort but in actual fact those ones were the ones that were more important to create and not only to set them but to learn to reinforce them as well so if you might ask what's the benefit of setting boundaries because I know people who don't believe in them. Trust, I do. Boundaries not only help us break what's not working for us, but to be our individual selves and embrace our personal freedom and be who we are at our core. Boundaries help us readjust the expectations people had of us to give ourselves in a certain way when we can no longer give ourselves in that way as we are shifting and evolving. If successfully built, they can help nurture and support the life which we wish to manifest for ourselves and the kind of life which we thrive in and in turn they also empower people around us to also do the same for themselves to be who they are at their core especially when we respect and honor everyone's spaces and vision for themselves you know as much as you want your boundaries to be respected and honored doing the same and being able to hold space for others to also create and build boundaries you'll notice that when there are no boundaries you overextend yourself for things that are not meant to consume your energy or you overextend yourself for things that really consume your energy and drain you and too many places where you overgive yourself overextend yourself to things and places where you are not necessarily needed or required to extend yourself in that way so when you create boundaries you actually preserve and protect your energy i don't know if you get me like you you make it very potent you know you make it very strong when it's not diluted by things that are not necessarily for you or by things that don't feed you or nurture your soul so when you create boundaries you you remind yourself that you are a sacred being you can't keep on losing your energy to things not meant for you you know so creating boundaries is being able to honor yourself as a sacred human being Boundaries are said to also improve our self-esteem, self-trust, confidence, emotional stability, and from an energetic level as I said, boundaries protect and preserve our energy to not find ourselves in compromised situation, to not find ourselves spilling over our energy in places that are not necessarily for us. An example I have, I don't quite like listening to content that leaves me riddled with fear or deep sadness or hopelessness. So I don't watch or listen news or crime um documentaries or internet disturbing videos especially on mob justice and xenophobia and black bodies dying and being killed you know I don't watch such content and I I also just prefer not hearing it because I know it exists and it it actually just makes me so numb 
And that's me protecting my energy. That's my boundary, even with myself. And it's always important that with boundaries that you set for yourself, you also are able to communicate those with your partner or anyone that you live close with. Because even with those that you set with yourself, it's so easy for someone to cross. Like, for example, if you if you make it clear, Hore, I don't want to eat meat. I don't eat meat. And someone decides to actually mix your food with meat. That's a boundary that's been crossed. So even though you've decided internally, communicating that with someone that you live close with, it's very important. In most cases, boundaries are most difficult to set with family members. And I'm sure you can relate. You can always leave a partner who keeps on crossing your boundaries, but you can never dump your parents. You know what I mean? So you may wonder, how do I then set boundaries for myself? Let me also say this. It's normal to have feelings of fear, loss, mixed emotions, or a sense of guilt. Having to put yourself first could be something that you have never done before, especially in this way. And it's also important to be open to conversations not ending the way you would have wished or intended. Those are two things to note. Let's take a short break and we'll get into ways to set and maintain good boundaries. So here are 10 ways to set and maintain boundaries. First thing first, identify which boundaries you need to set and why each one is important to you. Self-awareness can give you flags to where you need to set boundaries and pay close attention to situations where you lose energy, as I mentioned, or feel yourself shrink, you know, or wanting to cry. Identify where you need more space or respect. In order to be able to introduce and set boundaries, it's key to understand why they are each important to you and how they will benefit your emotional well-being. So it's important to always know your why. Like in all things, it's important to know your why so that you keep on going back to that whenever you feel like you have to negotiate your boundaries with someone. The second one, I take small steps at a time so that I don't have to overwhelm myself by setting big and many drastic boundaries all at once. That can be so overwhelming. Start by setting boundaries that are simple but firm boundaries with grace and just neutral tone. This will obviously feel uncomfortable at first, but as you take care of yourself, you really gain your personal power. That's when they talk about reclaiming your sovereignty. So set your boundaries and regain your personal power, right? The third one, if you are blessed to have support um, and a safe space, then lean on that support during this process, especially if they validate you and affirm you during this process. Lean on that support. You can also gain some perspective from that tribe or group of people or person that you regard as your support. So gain some perspective from them just to, you know, see how you can approach setting your boundaries with people you need to set boundaries with. The hardest disapproval of worthiness is the one in our minds, often conditioned to think that we are less deserving. So usually when setting boundaries, you might find yourself thinking that you are not worthy of this or deserving of peace in your life. So if you have a firm support, then lean on that to support you or reach out to your virtual friends, you know, for support if you don't have one around you. 
The fourth one is set them sooner. The sooner, the better. You'd want to set the tone right from the beginning, especially if at that stage you already know what your boundaries are. So let the people around you know what your boundaries are. By setting your boundaries and expectation from the very beginning, everyone knows where they stand and they avoid you know, taking it personal or making it about them or causing any confusion or frustration. The fifth one is learn to reinforce them by being consistent. Um, I said this earlier, and it's one of the things that, sure, has been very hard for me <laughs> when coming to dealing with boundaries, um, reminding people, because people can sometimes overstep the boundary or test you. So if you keep them negotiable or bendable, you might be setting a precedent that leaves the boundary crossed and may no longer be honored the next time. So you might end up without the boundary actually. So consistency ensures those lines remain clearly established and visible. The sixth one is communicating them. People don't always know what's in your head. People don't always know body language, you know. Um, so communication is always key in everything in life. People don't always know how you feel. The seventh one is carve out time for long time and communicate it again. I find that when people see that you take yourself serious, you know, you have your own time. <laughs> they clearly know as well that you sure do have some boundaries because if you can literally cover time in your busy time and make it about you, we respect you, girl. You know, we respect you. So cover time for rest, especially on weekends. The one person that I do respect and I always find this auto response from them is Babi Kharima. Actually, if you drop her email on a weekend, it always has an out-of-office that comes back with her trading hours and lets you know that on weekends is actually her self-care period and she does not touch work. I found that so beautiful, actually, that one can, can be able to set boundaries even when they are entrepreneurs because sometimes we think that entrepreneurs should be working even on weekends. Being able to communicate that, it's powerful. It's really powerful. So I quite enjoy that about people who are able to communicate that and let people know. The eighth one is be kind to yourself and befriend yourself during this process because it's not going to be an easy one. So love on yourself um, during this process and grant yourself affirming love, really. The ninth one is allow others to hold space for theirs too. Over and above setting your own boundaries, learn to respect and honor others too. It's important to appreciate those of others, even if they are different from your own, right? Then it creates that reciprocal relationship. Then last one, we know that there's always the tough one to deal with. As I said in the beginning, be open to any outcome, really. As someone who's been in a conflicted, codependent relationship before, as we would put it, I love that actually. I'm going to use that one officially. Dealing with manipulative people or someone who gets light your experience and feelings, I would imagine that would be hard to set boundaries with those people. This would often discourage you to set the boundary or even make you believe that there is no boundary needed because the experience you are having is not valid. In that case, you don't have to invalidate your experience. Someone else can do that, but you don't have to invalidate your experience. Therefore, you can allow yourself to love them 
from a distance, especially if it is someone you cannot cut out of your life. Allow yourself to love them from a distance that is healthy enough to love yourself too, you know? So just a quick recap, in no particular order, we said identify your boundaries and why they are important to you. Be kind to yourself and love yourself along the journey, right? And take it gracefully, small steps at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself pretty much and keep consistent and stay communicating to reinforce them. If you have support system, lean on that tribe, lean on your tribe, sis. And lastly, honor and respect others. In worst cases, give yourself permission to fail and choose to love them from a distance. I will end it here for today. This was a mouthful. <laughs> ah, boundaries are hectic. I thought of covering this episode because for me, the way I see it, boundaries are a beautiful way of simplifying our lives, but also gaining peace, having peace. So you may feel like you're losing people. I mean, there'll be relationships that when you set your boundaries, people decide to actually leave the relationship. In that case, it's okay. If your boundaries are important to you, and if the next person doesn't see value in you setting that boundary for yourself, and they decide to leave the relationship, then let it be. Let it be. You gain peace, you lose people. I mean, you decide what's important to you. I'd end it here today. I hope you found your message here or found this episode helpful. Thank you for deciding to spend your time here with me. As usual, I will share this week's journaling prompts this Saturday. Have a lovely day. Chat to you soon. Keep well. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really do appreciate you for being here. Please remember to share your love openly here by subscribing, sharing these episodes, and also just adding your feedback on the reviews. So this podcast can also be easily found by those in similar journeys and needing the message here. I would love to hear how the podcast is helping you. So do share that too with me and be sure to check the podcast out on Instagram. Keep well, chat to you soon.